Welcome to the Practice Advantage Podcast. I'm Dr. Justin Manning, and here on the podcast, I interview experts from within and outside the eye care industry on the business management topics and advice that matter most to you, your practice, your patients, and your success. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another special edition of the Practice Advantage podcast. Today's episode was recorded live during the PECA annual meeting in Palm Springs, California, and features premier vendor partners for patient care and marketing for ECPs, alongside your very own marketing business advisor, Shelby Wade, on gaining and retaining new patients. Let's dive in. Alrighty, so if you don't know by now, my name's Shelby. I am your marketing advisor with PECA. Today on stage with me, I have Kevin Wilhelm with our amazing vendor partner, Marketing for ECPs. I also have Jill Harder with us for our awesome partner um, for patient care. I've had the pleasure to work with both of them in the past with various different practices. They're gonna share some great tips and tricks with you today. And then we're going to have a little Q&A panel between the two. And uh, hopefully you step away today with some good knowledge about marketing. So I'm going to take it away to Jill here. So today we're going to talk about some tips and tricks to make sure that your patients are coming in, that they're getting, you're getting a hold of them. Some of these tips and tricks you may have heard before. Uh, something may not be new to you. But the thing is, when you come to these great events, you, you get all these tips and tricks and you want to implement them in the office as soon as you get back. You're rejuvenated, you're excited, right? But you also don't want to overwhelm your team. You can only implement so many new things at once. You take one or two. So uh, that's what I'm saying. You might have learned about it a long time ago, but uh, never implemented it. So hopefully today you'll take a couple of these tips and tricks and bring back to the office. But let's talk about five ways to gain and retain your patients right here. Number one, deploy strategic marketing strategies. So we talked a little bit about that in the Kahoot app. Do you have marketing at your office? And if you do, are you lucky enough to have a third party to do it? Do you have the budget to do it? Have you thought about a budget? So important to have marketing. Two, display strong patient reviews. Have you checked out your reviews lately on Google, on Facebook? Some people use Yelp. Have you looked at them? Sometimes you forget. You, you, they have so many other things to do. Take a look at your reviews. Big question here. Can you even log in to your Google business page? A lot of people don't even know the login. And that's okay. But figure it out so you can keep up with that. Provide anytime, anywhere scheduling. Are you using a real-time online web scheduler? Is it real-time? Does it connect with your practice management system or is it a request? The request is so-so. You know, the, the patient's going online to, to make their appointment because they don't want to call, because they don't have time to call. They're trying to multitask. So if you have a request and you have to call them back, number one, you're probably not going to get a hold of that patient. You'll have to leave a voicemail and then they'll call you back and then that appointment time's already gone. And the patient does not want that call back. So it, it helps on the office side to make it more efficient, to have a real-time scheduler, and it helps for the patient. And are you engaging your patients effectively? 
How are you engaging with them? Is it automated as much as possible? I know a lot of people want to keep that personalization, but there's so many ways in automated messages you can keep it branded to your office. And make sure you're using multimodal strategies, which we're going to talk about, about making sure you're doing email, text, phone, and even postcards, which is super old school, and you're like, ooh, what's going on with that? Take it over, Kevin. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here. Thank you. Uh, the, this one, there we go. So Jill's all about retaining. I'm about gaining new patients. That's what mine is all about. It's step one. We're going to talk three different strategies on how to put new patients in your practice today. So number one, we're going to talk your website. I want to make sure that it reflects who you are. Number two, Google search advertising, which is, I guess, 45% of you are doing it, which is fantastic. Uh, I want to challenge everyone that isn't doing it, and I'm going to explain how and why it can be really effective for you. And then we're going to talk social media, which is about generating leads in a funnel for tomorrow. Everybody in this room, 100% of you said you want to see better patients. Social media is one of the ways that we're going to do that. So let's dive into these three. Number one, your website needs to reflect who you are. For the large majority of you that said, I'm not overly proud of my website or I don't even know what it looks like, uh, how many of you know that your website looks like so many others on the market? You log in and maybe someone on the same street as you has the same photos, same fonts, same imaging, same template. Well, the average consumer, and we're having a business talk, so instead of using the word patient, I'm going to use consumer because they have choice as to where they go. The average consumer will visit how many websites when making their decision? What do you guys think? Yeah, three. That's perfect. They're going to visit three websites. So Google search, which is next, is about making sure you're one of those three. But it's the first impression is created in how long? How long does it take to make a first impression? One second. One second is what you have to make a first impression, and you have eight seconds to convince them to choose you. So think about your buying behavior online. You go to a website, how long are you staying before you go, eh, not really for me. I'm going to move on to the next one. So you have one second to make an impression, eight seconds to get them to choose you. Let's talk about this. What does this website say to you? You log in and this is what you see. What do they do? What are they known for? To me, this just says, I sell glasses. Maybe outdoors. Right? Like, what does it really say? Let's talk about customer service. Let's talk about price. What do you think the price point is on a practice like this? Are you expecting to see great brands? Technology? IPL machine? Anything like that? doesn't really say much about who they are as a brand at all. What about a practice like this? What does that say to you? Yeah, modern. They probably have nice frames. I'm probably going to get a, a nicer experience. I might have to pay a little bit more than that first one, but that's okay. How many people want to see better patients? Everybody. That means I want them to spend more. I want them to believe in what I believe in. What about a practice if you were to log in looks like this? Are they selling low-end frames? Very fashion forward. You would expect their average price per frame to be much higher than others. So if you were looking at that first website and looking at this one, which type of consumer do you want showing up? The one that's going to that first one or the one that's going to this one? Think about the impression that your website says about who you are. Now let's talk about Google search advertising because now we have a website, that's the foundation. 
It should help convince people to come to you. And we just talked about the brand image. I only have a few minutes, but there's so much more to this. It's what the website says. It's the, it's the tone of voice, the brand personality. It's the content that you write. Uh, but now let's talk about getting people to that website. Google search advertising is the most effective way that you can put patients in your chairs today. It can be instant. And the reason being is that when you launch a campaign, you are telling Google three things. I want to show up for people that are searching for what I offer, my products, my services, and my brands. So only show an ad if they're typing in optometry or eye exam or eyeglasses or contact lenses. And only show it if they're geographically around me. So you get to put in the parameters. I only want patients that are in that community or from that town. So now you get to actually select people that are around you that you can service, currently looking for your products and services. And number three is you get to decide how much that advertising is worth. It's a pay per click model. I mean, I only pay when somebody who fits those parameters sees an ad, clicks on it, then goes to my website to learn more about me. So it replaces what Yellow Pages was so great at doing for 100 years, which is you only open the Yellow Pages when you're ready to buy something. You have a phone in one hand, a wallet in the other, and I'm only gonna go to that heading when I need your services. Google is now that. Well, are people actually going to Google to find what you're looking for? Absolutely. This is a Google search trend graph. What this shows is the interest of people typing in the term eye exam over the last 12, well, the last two years. I'm gonna blow it up for you so you can see it a little bit better. I had it start the week, weekend that the NBA closed with the pandemic and the world shut down. You can see interest was about 20% of what it is normally. So people were not looking for eye exams, obviously. But what you saw is when the world reopened, it actually reached 100%. It had never been more popular than that summer. And since then, it has sort of stabled out and it's continuing to stay very popular at about 75%. So people are looking, but what does that really matter? You wanna know how many people are looking for me every day. Well, let's look, here's the number. In the US, nine million people a month are, using, are searching for terms like optometrist and eye exam. Very specific to what you offer, not eyeglasses and contact lenses that maybe they're looking to shop online. These are people looking to come in and see you. If you look at the general averages, that means 3% of the population around you are searching for your services online and they're not typing in doctor names. So they're not typing in Dr. Bishop. They're typing in eye exam or optometry, which means that patient is up for grabs. They don't know who they want. They're deciding. 3%, so think about your serviceable market around you. Look at 3% and that's how many people right now every month are looking for you. And then look at your new patient records and compare the two. How many more patients could you see just on the people that are out there looking today? I'm gonna go through some of the numbers. And this is what's really gonna bring it all home for you. We're gonna talk about how you make money off of Google Ads. The first one, the average click cost is $3. It's an auction, so you decide how much you wanna pay. A bunch of people are deciding, kind of like eBay. But when it all washes out, generally you're looking at about $3 a click. From there, a conversion rate is when that person makes a click to they pick the phone up and call you, I'm gonna say about 10%. We see much higher, but I'm gonna go worst case scenario to show you how this works. So one out of 10 people that say, I need an optometrist, and they're close to you, and they click on your website, call you. 
Okay? That means that the average cost per lead, so an opportunity, is $30. Well, let's say that only half of them actually come and see you. Either you were full schedule, or you weren't open, or we had an untrained staff. Whatever the reason, 50% actually come and see you. That means it costs about $60 to acquire that new patient. Now, forgetting even lifetime value, people bringing in family and friends and coming for years and years, they just spend about $300. How many people would say confidently their new patient spend is more than $300? You don't have to raise your hand. I talk to a lot of you. I know that we're somewhere in the somewhere minimum 250, but as high as 500 in this room. But they spend about 300. Your average ROI is five dollars to one put in, and that's the first time they come in. Forget the rest of the value that they come in. So this is how the math works. When you run Google Ads effectively and you have a budget that starts working, you actually build a system, sort of like a sustainable marketing system that you put money in and out comes new patients. And what ends up happening is you get to dictate the budget. So if you decide to spend, let's call it $500 this month, and on average you're looking at a $60 patient acquisition cost, you can go to $1,000 next month and just essentially double the amount of patients that came in at the same cost per acquisition. If it ever stops working, you can just turn it off. And that's why it can work instantly, because you can launch this tomorrow, and immediately the people that are looking for you tomorrow can see you. And at any point you want to turn it off, whether your schedule's full, you take a month holidays, you can turn it off. This is the most dynamic advertising that exists, and when it's done effectively, there is nothing that is more effective. Let's jump to some social media. I want to talk about telling your story, your story, through online content. So finding the patients that believe in what you believe in. Let's look at a couple social media feeds. When I talk to practices, they say, I don't know, my engagement rate on social media is not really that high. And I will be, I'll, I'll, I'll say the truth, engagement rates with social media are decreasing. And it's more because of our attention span, we're not really liking posts the way we used to. I don't know about you, the only posts I really like are ones I feel obligated, like a friend's kid. I'm like, oh, hell, I gotta like that one. But how many people are liking business posts? Like, oh, they have a great t-shirt, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like that post. But you're still looking at it, it still makes an impression on you. And this is what I'm gonna, I say the real value of a social media grid is. It's not about the individual post that goes through. It's when somebody's deciding whether they wanna do business with you. One of the places they're gonna go look is your Instagram page. They're just naturally gonna go look. And what they're gonna see is a grid. I like to call it your wallpaper. What does the wallpaper look like? Well, look at the one on the left, the one in the middle. What does that say? If that's what your grid, your wallpaper looks like to your new patients, again, it resembles perhaps what your website looks like. It's telling your brand story out to the world. So whether you're fashion focused, like the one on the left, or maybe you're a dry eye practice and you wanna show a lot more about IPL and the different treatments, Whatever that is, start really telling what makes you different. The question I love to ask optometrists are, what are you doing today to make somebody drive by five or six other optometry practices to choose you? Because if the reason you're being chosen is because you're cheap or because you're close, which really comes down to just commodity, price and convenience, somebody can always be cheaper, someone can always be closer. So what are you doing to stand out? So within your practice, what is making you unique? And then we have to make sure that we tell a, a really good story to the public. We have to make sure we go and find the people that believe in what we believe in. 
And that's how we can actually go out and attract uh, new patients. So how do we do this? Number one, we have to identify who the best patients are in our practice. Everyone knows who that one patient is. I wish if our whole practice was just full of Jerry's or Mary's or whoever that one person is, man, would it be fun to come to work every day. They love our staff. They come in when they're supposed to. They spend a lot of money. I want to make sure I build my entire practice with Jerry's. Well, what I say is find out everything you know about Jerry. Jerry, where do you live? What car do you drive? What makes you come here? Why do you re-choose us every year? Why are you referring us online? Why are you telling your friends and family about us? Find out why Jerry loves you, find out more about him, and put together a content strategy that speaks directly to Jerry. Jerry, are you on Facebook? Yeah, absolutely. That's where I need to be. I need to have content on Facebook because Jerry's on Facebook and I gotta find more people like Jerry. There's advertising programs that you can do, what's called lookalike audiences, where you take a subset, someone like Jerry, and you say to Facebook, go find me a whole bunch of Jerry's and I wanna put this ad in front of them. There's lots of things you can do in the digital marketing space. But when you create a content strategy, think about your best patients, where are they, what are they consuming, what do they care about, and build a content strategy for them. And then number three is stay consistent, which is be true to who you are, which is the authentic side. Consistently post, and number three, which is the most important, is provide value. Don't ask people just to book an eye exam every time you post. Just give information for free. Give them tips. Give them the, show them that you are the local authority, the local expert in your field. Just share that content as much as you can. Go on to online forums, share your knowledge, go on to uh, social media, post everything that you know about it so that people that have questions find you. They recognize that you're the area expert in what you're offering and they're gonna seek you out. Joe, let's talk about uh, now keeping patients once you get them. Here you go. Yes, that is the key. You work so hard to get that patient in, that new patient. You want to make sure they come in year after year, bring their friends and family, right? We just can't let that go. They just can't come once. We've got to keep them coming. So you need to have strong patient reviews. And your public perception matters. It truly does. 75% of patients are influenced by online feedback. How many of you look at reviews, Google reviews, Amazon reviews? 60% of consumers check reviews even when referred. Word of mouth is huge, right? That's how a lot of you probably get your patients, by the people that are coming in and they're telling everyone, oh, Dr. Smith is the best, you gotta see Dr. Smith. But people still go look at the reviews for that practice, even though they get an excellent review from their friends or family. It, it happens. 57% of patients refer to Facebook reviews. Okay, well, let's talk about Facebook. We've been talking about Google. Google's king. You can't go wrong with Google. Most everybody Googles anything. But you can't forget about Facebook. It helps with your search engine optimization. You gotta make sure you have excellent reviews on Facebook. And there's a lot of practices that, that don't. So please don't ignore Facebook. Google is very powerful, but make sure you are tending to your Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, if you're going to amp up the reviews and you're gonna have your online web scheduler on your Facebook, you have to be active on Facebook. Manage and improve your reputation. So not only do you need to be active, you need to make sure that uh, you have great, excellent online reviews. 
and you need to offer simple and effective surveys. If a survey takes too long to fill out, people are not gonna do it. Even if they're friends or family, they're probably not going to do it. So make sure your surveys are easy. Have you, do you guys know how your surveys work in your office? Some people don't, and you know, that's why we're here to talk about it and brainstorm about making sure that you're aware of how your communications work in your office, whether they're manual, whether they're automated. Have you looked at your reviews lately? Whether it's on Google or Facebook or Yelp. Do you get notifications when you do get a review? That's what, going back to earlier, I said, can you log into your Google business page? You need to prompt the patients to leave reviews anywhere and everywhere, Google's king, then I suggest Facebook. If Yelp is big in your area, go for it. If you've enjoyed the Practice Advantage podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. And if you want to take your practice to the next level for the sake of your patients, your team, your community, and your bottom line, give us a call. 1-800-959-2020, option three. See you next time.